Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. What a privilege it is to be with you today. I'm talking about something we talked about a few weeks ago, but the enemy has really been coming, I believe. I get a lot of emails about people saying, Pastor, teach us a little bit about our mind. We need to overcome our mind. So we're going to talk a little bit about controlling your mind this week, and we've been talking about it for a few weeks, but I want to show you something here. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. In other words, the flesh is not your battle. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of thought pattern, the house of thoughts, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. So everything that wants to rise up against what God's telling you, maybe your body's dealing with some sickness, but God says, by your stripes you're healed. Bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. In other words, bringing every one of your thoughts in line with what the Word says. Now, imagination is the same as reasoning. Paul says that you must do is to cast down your reasoning and then bring your thoughts into captivity. In other words, don't let your mind just run rapid and go everywhere it wants to go. Because Ephesians chapter 4, 23 and, 20, 23 and 24 says, And be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and ye put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Now the Greek word for renewed there is anero, and it means up or reversal. News means a freshness or a newness. Renewed means a new way of living, a fresh way of thinking, a fresh attitude, and a new lifestyle. See, that's what God did by renewing our minds, by changing the way we think, by changing the way we respond. Now, watch this. In Romans chapter 6, verse 4, Therefore we were buried with him by baptism into death, just like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of God, even so we also must walk in the newness of that life. Now the word newness in the Greek means of freshness. So you and I should be walking in the newness or the freshness of the Word of God to where we're so continuously walking in the revelation of who we are that we're not concerned about who we're not. And so the enemy wants to come. And here's the way the enemy works. I want to help you today. The enemy will come and you'll have a little surge of pain somewhere or you, you feel a little bit funny or you see something or something or your checkbook will get a little bit funky. And all of a sudden, the first thing you think is, Lord, I don't know where this is coming from. But instead of doing that, we, the Word should be rising up on the inside of you and say, uh, that's not what the Word said. The Word said, by His stripes I'm healed. The Word says that I walk in the goodness of the Lord. I, follow, I walk in the goodness. Goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life. And, but immediately fear grips us, and we want, to, we want to focus on the negative. We want to focus on the darkness. We want to focus on the things that's not bringing life into us. We want to focus on the things that's not bringing revelation to us. We want to focus on the things that's not producing anything. So, the battle that the devil is fighting with you is in your mind. You can't be tempted to what you don't think about. So if you don't think about something, the enemy cannot tempt you with it. But if he can ever get your mind, you ever notice when you get your mind on something, that's something that you give honor to hangs out and stays around you. But everything that you walk away from, everything you don't give your attention to seems to fade away in your life. And that's exactly what the enemy wants to do because Proverbs 23, 7 says, Whatsoever man thinketh, that's what that man is. But Romans 12 and 2 says, Be ye not conformed to this world, be ye transformed 
by the renewing of your mind. So you got to change the way you think. If you can renew your mind with the Word, you can change everything that goes on you because the Word of God is the knowledge of God. So if you want the knowledge of God, and the Bible very plainly lets us know that no weapon formed against us can prosper, and every tongue that shall rise up against thee in judgment shall thou Thy shall condemn. In other words, listen to me. When you hear a negative thought, you can't you can't defend a negative thought with another thought. You have to defend a thought with a word. So when the enemy says, "Up, oh, there's something going on in that arm there, something going on in your head there, something going on in your chest there, the first thing you got to do is you got to open your mouth and speak to it because creative power is released. By his stripes I'm healed. Lord, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm absolutely whole. I'm absolutely pure. I'm absolutely upright. So the battle that the devil is fighting with you is going to be constantly in your mind. The Bible says in the book of Revelation that the seat of Satan is, is, is the mind. So the only place the enemy has any obstacle against you or any opportunity to try to come against you is going to be coming against your mind. So how do we overcome? We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. So if you're not tempted... You can only be tempted with what you're thinking about. If you get your mind and you let it go on this particular situation or this particular circumstance, or you're watching Fox Network or CNN, watch it for two or three hours and see if drastically there's not a change going on in your life and you feel kind of depressed and discouraged because now you, you're feeling anxiety, you're feeling a little bit of fear, you're feeling all these things. And so what it does is it feeds and the enemy takes that and he begins to stir the pot and begin to deal with you with that. But why? Because we haven't learned to control our minds. We've got to control our minds. If we want to have victory, we've got to settle it. You're never going to rise above what you think. So you got to think highly of yourself. You, the Bible says don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to. But I'm telling you, you ought to think exactly what God said. I am the righteousness of God. I'm blessed coming and going. Everything I put my hands to is blessed. Everywhere I go, I'm blessed. Everything I do is blessed. And that's the beauty of grace. When you learn to control your mind, you can control your actions and you can control your destiny and you can, you can change your eternity.
Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And what a privilege it is to be with you today to share the message of the love and the beauty of grace. Because, you know, grace is a, is, is a fact that's just become alive in my life. It's Jesus' grace, unmerited favor that brings us to a place. But I want to talk about something I've been talking about all weekend that's overcoming fear. And you say, why are you talking about this so much? Because I think there's, we're living in a season and a time. So many emails are coming in. So many letters are being sent to us here at the ministry, that people are just in a place of fear. They're in a place of anxiety. They're in a place of, of discouragement and frustration. And, and, you know, for a year and a half, we've been dealing with all this kind of fear. You couldn't go to the grocery store. You couldn't go to church. You couldn't get out of the house. You couldn't see your grandma. You couldn't go see anybody that was going anywhere or going anything. Couldn't be around people for family reunions. Just couldn't be around people for any reason. And it's created an avenue you know, there was a terrorist attack in the United States with the Twin Towers, and that was a terrorist attack. But you want to understand something. This is also a terrorist attack in a different way. Thousands of people died from this. Not only did they die from COVID, but they died from anxiety. They died from, from stress. They died from discouragement and frustration and being alone. And a lot of people passed away without any loved ones around during this season time. What a loneliness that must be. But you know, what I've discovered is you can be with a bunch of people and still be alone. So I want to talk to you out of, out of Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death that is the devil and delivered them who through the fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage now we see here and delivered them who through through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to that bondage now how many people are sitting around today that have a real terrible fear of what the afterlife is going to be like. You know, they think they're sitting around wondering, you know, I've committed, is there anything in my life that's not right? Is there anything in my life that's not pure with the Lord? Is there anything in my life that's not right with God? And what am I dealing with in my mind? I know I've been to church. I know I'm born again, but yet I'm not sure that I'm right every moment with God because we haven't accepted the fact that what Jesus Christ done on the death, the burial, and the resurrection and a sent it to the Father is really the complete work of the finished work of Jesus Christ. And because of that, Jesus' grace, unmerited favor, has redeemed us from any sin. And because of that, we're no longer sinners, but we're walking in a place of peace. We're walking in a place of truth. We're walking in a place of righteousness above anything we can imagine. Because greater is He that is in us than He that's in the world. Now, I want you to understand something today. As you're walking through this life, and you're walking through the fear wanting to grip you, situations wanting to grip you, circumstances wanting to grip you, all these things that's going on in your life and in your mind and going on around the world. What's happening in you? You know, there's so many people. You know, we got Instagram today. We can take a picture and then we doctor that picture up and we only post the best pictures of us. And we only post our most happiest moments. But is really people that happy? Is, is Are we really falsifying everything or is people really that happy? Are their pictures really that good? Or are they posting pictures that makes them look really better than they are? They're posting pictures that makes them look happier than they really are. Or are they really that way? And so I want to go inside of all of us today as you that are listening to this podcast and really take an example look of who are you? 
What are you about? What's going on in your life? Are you seeing the truth the way that it really is? Are you falsifying everything around you to determine what God's doing in you? Or are you really allowing? Is there a fear that's really gripping you? Are you really afraid of what the future is going to bring? Are you really afraid of what tomorrow is going to bring? Are you really afraid what eternity is going to look like? Are you standing on that word and confessing that word and believing that greater is he that is in me? And today is tomorrow is going to be a better day than today. Or are you just living in the moment of enjoying this day? Or are you sitting around worried? The Bible says in Matthew, do not worry about tomorrow, what tomorrow is going to bring, because tomorrow will have worries of its own. So don't fret over what you're going to eat. Don't worry about what you're going to wear. Don't worry about what you're going to drink. Don't worry about any of those things. Those things are, are minute things in the sight of what the big picture is. But are you really looking at the big picture? Do you really know? And are you really overcoming that fear that wants to keep you? If people really knew, you know, I think about sometimes, what if everybody had a camera in their house? And then I got to thinking, no, if you knew what was going on in everybody's life, really where you need to look to what's going on in people's lives is you need to have a camera that takes a picture of everything that's going on in their mind. Because there is the things that people may be able to control on the outside and make paint a beautiful picture. You know, it's kind of like you can take a, a a person and dress them up and beauty them up and fix their hair and put makeup on and put a beautiful clothes on and they look a whole lot better. But they're still the same person on the inside. And when Jesus comes into our lives, he changes that internal person and that person becomes a new creature and old things have passed away and now all things have become new. What is people seeing when you open that door? What is people seeing when you open your mouth? If they could really see the inside of you, would they still be your friend? Would they still care about you? I'm asking you today, take a look. Are you living in the truth of who you really are or are you trying to be something that you're really not? Ask yourself that. And that's the beauty of grace.